something is dinging away. <laughs> hey, Wendy, how are you? I can't hear you. Are you there? <clears throat> hey, everybody, it's Deborah and Wendy. She's coming on soon. It's Thursday, Wendy. <laughs> I, I know, and I don't know. Can you hear me? Now we can. You you were frozen there for a bit. It, oh, it's, it's Thursday. I. You probably thought I was outside taking a breath, right? Uh, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe you were. That's right, taking a breath outside. Oh no, it's that time again, ladies. I'm so excited to be here with you. And um, wow, we we've got some stuff to talk about today, Deborah. I know, I know. It, it, it might be a little bit heavy, but you know, I'm really excited to talk about this subject because it really is something that plagues, I think, uh, plagues us as women uh, a little bit more than it does men. And it really has to do with a tough subject. So ladies, how if you have your cup of coffee or your cup of tea and that you're ready to um, sit down with us and just take a moment and, um, and walk through a couple things with us today. So, you know, Wendy, I was doing my devotional a couple of days ago and reading about uh, Leah and Rachel. You know, here we are. We have two sisters, two beautiful women, and they find themselves at odds with each other. They're in this rivalry that's going on. And I, and I started thinking about it and I started looking at this and I thought, you know, I can remember a time when I had a coworker that I didn't get along with either. You know, I, I kind of thought all she had to do, it didn't matter if she did her work or not, all she had to do was just bat her eyes, eyelashes. And, you know, our supervisor would um, would would think that she was just the greatest and everything would look, be overlooked. And so as I was thinking and going through this devotional, I said to my, uh, started talking to God about it. Um, you know, even though I felt justified in what my feelings were, um, you know, it really didn't excuse my my poor attitude. And I don't know if anybody else has been there or not. Uh, oftentimes working in the workplace, we have these problems with others that are a lot working alongside of us. You know, but God revealed something in my heart. And he told me, Deb, this is jealousy. You are jealous. Boy, I tell you, that stung Wendy. That was not good. I wanted to say, no, not me. <laughs> I don't know. Have you ever felt that way? You know, unfortunately, I would love to go, oh, no, Deborah, that's just you. And all the rest of us ladies are going to be like, no, 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 couldn't be me. But the truth of the matter is, it so is. I, I, I just, it surprises me. You know, I had a similar situation, but at the time, I was frustrated because I felt my coworker did nothing. And got accolades and, and, and got away with it. And I felt like here I am slaving away, taking the responsibility and doing everything. And then, hmm. well, then there's that whole Martha and Mary thing. We won't even go into Martha and Mary. But again, it was, I was jealous because I felt that I was being slighted and um, you're right. It's, it's, it's not a pretty place to be, but I think for me, it was worse when I didn't acknowledge that it was a jealousy. I was too busy being, you know, hurt and put out. 
Well, isn't that the truth? Because we we justify, we justify our reasons for this emotion that's coming. And really it is, um, and it is ugly. It doesn't bring out the pretty in any of us. Um, I read this definition. I love this about jealousy is a three person triangle. I want the recognition that you have from someone else. Whatever it is that you have, I want it. And I thought, oh, is that does that really apply to me? But, you know, it's the hard truth um, in this circumstance. It sure did. Um, and did I really want to be like this person? No, I didn't want to. I, I wasn't that. But I certainly wanted the recognition that she got and, yeah. and, and how she went about getting it. Yeah, I don't know about you. Uh, absolutely. Even as an entrepreneur, there's been times where I'm like, you know, out in networking meeting or part of my church and I find out that they hear somebody I've been working with, talking with, serving, and then they hired my competitor instead of me. And I was jealous. I was jealous. Why didn't you hire me? And of course, what it also ends up happening is the enemy is like this little worm that gets in there too, right? That's right. And then it becomes something it really wasn't. It wasn't, I, well, unfortunately, you know, I know what I discovered after that happened a time or two. They asked, I didn't. Yeah. Isn't that just the way it is? Um, you know, it, we think about in families as well, um, just like Leah and Rachel, you know, here they are in, their, in the same family and they have sibling rivalry. Uh, I had two boys that were very close in age to each other. I can tell you there was more than once or twice that they had a little jealousy going on between them. Um, you know, I think it's a, it's part of our condition to keep our eyes peeled on somebody else instead of our own our own lane and what we're doing. And I think we'll talk about that in, when we look at our three our three items that we're learning from this today. Our three talking. Well, and, and you know, again, what I learned in that was they asked and I didn't. And I think about those other times where I've been jealous of someone else, and what didn't I know? Okay, that's that's when I'm not in the moment, and you know when I when I stop looking at just me and, yep. and start looking out. Um, so you know that's the the other part, and I I do I love the story of Rachel and Leah for a number of reasons. I know today we're going to kind of talk about the spirit of rivalry and talking about that. Um, you know within them and their relationship but there's so much more to learn from them I think as women of God maybe we'll unpack some of that story another time I don't know we, we yeah. might. It, it is a gold mine isn't it of, of opportunity to to learn from these two amazing women and what they went through in their lifetime and ways for us to to take some um, direction from them maybe we can avoid a few potholes that they fell into um so yeah, yeah exactly right so 
you know, it is, uh, Linda's been, I, I love Linda Smith's comments that she's been doing, uh, adding to this conversation today. Um, you know, jealousy finds its way into networking. It also finds its way with clients. And so, um, you know, it's really about perspective, isn't it, uh, of our circumstances. So I, I'm going to invite all of us today. We're going to give you a couple of three things that we've learned, um, short things we've learned in this in this uh, story. But really, I'm going to encourage all of us to take a look at those places where we have discontentment or that we're unhappy about and to say, you know, really what it, what's here? What's really driving this? Because I think jealousy is subtle. And it's oh. a subtle little thing that the that that the enemy drops into us, and then it builds and grows and becomes unmanageable. Uh, I don't even want to think about what my behavior was at that time because it was not. It. I don't know who that woman was. <laughs> I would like to say I don't know who that woman was. I right. had to stop. I had to stop and and as I was reading this, I had to stop and repent, and just say, Lord, I. You know, I thought I repented at the time, but I don't think so. I, I think I was blind in a few areas. Well, well, you know, I think that that's that's a point too, Deborah, being blind in that. Because I think jealousy like completely blocks us out so that it, it's here's what it feels like. Like it's holding up a mirror and all we can see is ourselves. You know, we can't see past that. And even, you know, I, I, I'm with you. There are times where I have just been so aggravated. And at the time, I was just like so tired and angry, angry. And I think that that's, that's what the enemy wants is me to be angry. Because when I'm angry, I'm going to say and do things that do not reflect God. Exactly right. Well, Wendy, let's get into our first point. Okay which is really about, uh, as you're talking about it right now, it's mistaken perception. You know, here is Leah. Um, she's feeling unloved by Jacob, but God let her have all the children, right? And and she was using that as her shield, thinking that this was, this was her way to make Jacob love her more. And then we have Rachel, who couldn't have children, but Jacob just adored her. And so now we have this overcompensation from Rachel, um, but because she couldn't, uh, because she couldn't have children as at the time, you know, I I thought about this as we were um, looking at the story and going, you know what, isn't it just the way it is? Leah has the children, and all she wants is the love of Jacob, right? Not so much. I have all these children, but they're kind of a tool right to use and here's rachel she has the love of this wonderful man and all she can think about is that she wants children you know we don't we need to focus on what the lord has given us and what we need to stop comparing to what other people have you know this is this is a point and that that where we need to focus on what god's given us and i'm going to tell you i I have been through a lot of years not grasping this, nor accepting who God created me to be and accepting that what I have is exactly enough to do what he has asked me to do. And it has been such, uh, gosh, talk about a release. I'm like, okay, I'm, 
I am blunt and I can I speak loudly and and there's these things that I do and I think but that's part of who God made me to be I need some of those things now, tempered I'm gonna you know not say they're all fabulous but tempering them but but those are characteristics in order to walk out my purpose and that is just one thing that I have has completely change my focus from looking into looking out and, and and looking at that perspective as well so that's just been you know a big powerful thing for me you know wendy i think what, what happens is that we devalue those skills we devalue our personality or our giftings you know we know that in in um in identity and destiny when we do that spiritual gifting set and people go I don't want to have the gift of mercy. <laughs> I don't want to have the gift of of um, of I don't service, whatever it may be. I know service. I'm like, Lord, I'm tired. I don't want to serve people anymore. Can somebody serve me? Yeah. And so here is this gift of that it's invaluable, and how it can be used, whether it's in someone we meet at the grocery store, whether it's in our businesses, in our families. It is a gift that has tremendous value. And here we want to do like, like that um, unfaithful servant. We want to bury it in the sand and we don't yeah. want to use it. Right. We don't want, we don't, it doesn't, I don't like that one. Give me a different one. <laughs> the little girl comes out in us. Um, and when I think about the valuable gifts that I've been given and have I used them to the fullest, instead of looking over across at someone else and saying, ooh, isn't that pretty? You know, and, and here I think this is, okay, ladies, we're just going to be real right now. I'm going to be very, very blunt. Here you go. Here's the problem. We look at media and we look at the secular world that says we've got to be a size, you know, this, we've got to have certain color hair, we've got to have certain size this, we have to carry a certain purse, we have to have certain shoes, we have to have certain respect, we have to have certain titles, we have to have all of this stuff. Well, the truth of the matter is, I'm going to tell you right now, if you needed that stuff to walk out the purpose God needed you, you'd have it. If I needed to have a certain purse to walk out my purpose, I do not doubt that the Lord would make sure I had that purse. But I assure you, I don't need it. Well, and you know, along with that, Wendy, it's so true, is that uh, I think it comes to our second talking point here today, and that is, um, do we want to walk out the same path that someone else did? You know, Jesus talked about that in, in one of his parables, where, you know, who's going to be the greatest? You know, is it me or thee or who is it going to be? And he said, you know, really, do you want to do you want to walk out my path? Do you want to do what I have to do? You you want to crawl up on that cross? <laughs> you yeah. know, and and so oftentimes we don't know the journey that another person took in order to achieve what they had, what they sacrificed and gave up, the price that was paid in That's order right. to have that. And are we willing to pay for that? Now, you know, I have to tell you, 
don't think so. There are some places that I think, no, I don't think I could do that. I don't think that it was within me to be able to endure, uh, persevere through, to have knowledge of, and to be able to succeed in that area. Oh, I completely agree. And, you know, in the world today, this is, I think, something that we have completely lost is I need to, instead of, instead of coveting what I think you have or you are, what I need to do is respect what you have and what you are for the journey that you have taken to get there. So important, Wendy. So important. And I've been singing this song for a long time for, oh, I don't know, about a year specifically, that we have to respect others for the journey that they've gone on. You know, I think about poor Rachel. What, what would she have done if she had all those kids? Okay, then she gains weight, her boobs. Set. <laughs> I mean, that's great. I mean, maybe she said all those words, but that's great. But, but if she had gotten all of that, then she wouldn't have had the time to spend with Jacob. She wouldn't have had, I mean, she would have had to focus on all these other things. She would have been caring for them instead of caring for herself. And then here's, here's Leah. So if she had the love of Jacob, then she would have to determine, do I spend time taking care of my kids or him? Or yep. it's a mess. It's a mess. It is, it is certainly, and how we look at it and what we want, what, what is important to us. And I think one of the biggest things that happens is you're talking about, and you know, Wendy, that this has been a theme of mine as well. What happens is it prevents us from collaborating with each other to, um, so that we both succeed. You know, one of the, my, my favorite uh, quotes is from um, a leadership book, and it says, you know, your dreams, wants, and desires are just as important as mine are. And when I focus on what it is that you're trying to achieve and can we, what can we do together? We can, um, we can both have success and we can have an even bigger success by collaborating. And I think it's one of the things that you and I have been trying to be an example of um, not just this past year through women in business. I think it was, it started long before that, um, but that, you know, how do we help each other? What skills do you have? What do I have? How do we use those together in order to achieve um, our heart's desires? Absolutely. And, you know, it's it's one of those things we have here at the, the center in Central Florida. We have partnered with the Christian Chamber of Commerce to do our women in business development workshops together in partnership so that we can serve more women, right? Right. Now, it was bumpy at first. I mean, there was, you know, because I think as women, we bring some of these things naturally. You know, they had the CEO, Crystal, of the chamber. Her and I sat down and had really great heart to heart. We focused outward and not just outward from our own organization. We focused outward on her and what has happened in that collaboration is something I would have never gotten on my own and she would have never gotten on her own. And the women that we serve would never have received the message that God had for them through that. And you know, it is so powerful 
to watch that. And it's interesting because, you know, they're struggling with other organizations to, to understand that collaboration. And you're right, Deborah. It, you know, and okay, ladies, I'm going to tell you, it hasn't always been a smooth ride for Deborah and I either. But the fact is, we've always focused outward and folk come back into that open communication and being authentic with one another. I think that's had a huge difference as well. I would agree, Wendy, because being able to say, you know, I don't know why I'm responding this way, but I am. I'm trying to understand it. Um, please, this is what I'm thinking. Um, that ability to be transparent is 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 critical so that we can honor each other and honor the um, circumstances that we're in and be able to um, and then to come back around and say, OK, it's all good. We're there. We know we know what we're dealing with. And um, and it's probably the devil. <laughs> oh, we're at it. <laughs> it's usually it, it's always happened when we were on a verge of something right, and, and something big was going to happen. But here again, it comes back to leaving the jealousy out of it. And Absolutely. that was, a, a, I think that to me has been a, a huge factor. And I have, I don't believe that I would have moved in the direction to collaborate with the Christian Chamber had it not been for you and I's relationship and learning how to do this. So I rejoice in what the Lord has done with us in that. But let me take us to our third talking point today focus what is possible in our lives when we change the way we think we change the way we feel and act the easiest way to change is to is to focus on helping others which is just what i just talked about i just said all of them not a different way than what we had uh, kind of worked up here. This is pretty cool. Thank you, Lord. <laughs> it is wonderful, you know, and it really is. It does take um, it takes um, another um, a deliberate act, right? To say, "Whoa, what is this? I don't like this. This is not me. This is not how I want to act. This isn't what I want to to come across." And I want something different. And so, in order to do that, I have to check myself. Um, and ask the Lord to um, reveal to me what's going on here so that I can then change the direction in which I'm going into. And, um, and recognizing that there are circumstances that will be a trigger. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't have a lot of tolerance when women ask, act like little girls. And um, in order, you know, especially with men, in order to get their way. Um, and so when that circumstance comes up, I've got to be prepared. I've got to have my armor on. i got to know if this happens, what am I going to do in response to that? And so I think it's important to know what some of those triggers happen to be. And you told the story, someone not doing the work or not being competent to it. That's a trigger for you. It absolutely is. It, it, and, and I have to know that. And it has been a challenge. I didn't always. And so, again, I can always tell. And this is, again, where some of that, um, that linking arms and, and, and coming together. Because, I mean, there's been times where you delicately, I love that. I'm going to use the word delicately, said, <laughs> so windy. 
do you think maybe it's possible? <laughs> that maybe possibly your thinking has gone astray, right? And so that is, I think, again, that open communication and honest, it wasn't, again, about anything other than how do we continue to be authentic and trust in the Lord and be the very best that he's called us to be instead right. of being somebody else. So I love, I, I love that. And whew, we've got Deborah, we've got so much to be grateful for, but we also have to trust that the Lord's going to work it out. Absolutely, Wendy. And I, you know, I, I love this format where we're able just to um, tell uh, ourselves, bear what, where we're at. Um, hopefully we'll allow others to do the same where you can say, you know, yep, I've been touched by this. Um, I've been touched by jealousy. It hasn't worked for me. I didn't, um, it wasn't giving me the results that I was looking for. And so, you know, ladies, I just feel like we need to do better. And we have to help each other to do better. How do we overcome it so that we're not at war with one another? Oh, yes. That we are holding and lifting each other up to be better than we are today. Not that we think better of ourselves, but we just look at it. We just, sorry, we just look at, um, we look at our sister and say, let me help you with that. Let me do it out of love. Let me do it out of kindness, a desire to serve you. And I think that once we do that, we're going to see where we can be much more effective um, in our uh, faith. We're going to be much more effective in our communities, our businesses, our families. And I'm excited about what how God can use that, Wendy. Absolutely. And, you know, I think one of our struggles, too, and, and I know for me, it was it was an area that kind of opened that door for the jealousy is when I didn't appreciate and understand who I was in Christ. And when I didn't see myself as Christ sees me, when I didn't have a clear understanding of who he's called me to be and, and why he's equipped me the way he has, you know, that, that was a big changing point. And, and ladies, if this is something you're struggling with, listen, we're here for you. Okay, there are a number of ways we can connect. Um, we have our identity and destiny class. This is the thing you're struggling with. We can help with that and we can walk that journey with you. You know, if you're looking for just coaching in your business, we are available for that as well. So we just encourage you to reach out. But Deborah, we need, we're, we're running out of time and, and we have got to make sure that she's got some scripture to go along with this because we don't want you to believe what we're saying because <laughs> we're just a couple of God's little girls here trying to love you and uh, take a breath of, and have some, spend some quality time together. So let's go to our first scripture, which is Proverbs 27, 4. Anger is cruel and fury is overwhelming but who can stand before jealousy yikes wendy i'm telling you uh, when i read that uh, yesterday and looked at that i thought that just tells us i mean anger and fury okay i've been there i know what that feels <laughs> like but you know jealousy is even more powerful more of a whirlwind more of a storm 
than either of those two together. Yikes. It's, it's, it's this destructive. And it's just, just putrid peace that eats away at our, our, our heart and our souls. Well, give us the next scripture, Deborah. All right. Well, this comes out of Psalm 37, three and four. And ladies, you're going to remember it. Trust in the Lord and do good. We have to trust in God and we have to do what we know is right. Dwell in the land and enjoy safe pasture. Take delight in the Lord and he will give you the desires of your heart. What is true and honest and what he knows is good for us. And we can we can trust in God to make, make those uh, our heart's desires to happen. Um, I, I find a lot of uh, a lot of uh, comfort in that, Wendy. Oh, I absolutely do, too. And, and, you know, again, I think this also it helps when we understand our identity in Christ to be happy and, and, and enjoy where we're at and who we are. You know, I, I've struggled with weight all my life. And I have I, I have asked why why was I not a you know why why do I have this problem and now I understand it's part of my story it's part of my journey and I'm going to rejoice in that now I'm going to be healthy and take care of myself I don't want to I don't want to let anybody think that they got a pass on that but guess what if God wanted me to be a size two to make me one He'd give me the metabolism to go with it so let's go to our next scripture all right I'm gonna go to, I'm gonna go straight to our last one Wendy because Here's what I do know. And before we close, I want to say that somebody who's listening to this message today is struggling with jealousy in some facet of their life. And we really hope that we've been a light for you today. Um, if you'd like for us to pray for you, um, just let us know in the chat. Go to Women in Business on Facebook and type it in. Send it to, to Deborah at Nehemiah Project, Wendy at Nehemiah Project. Let us know. We'd be happy to pray for you, come alongside you, and help walk through this. Because being alone is even worse when you're trying to struggle with it. So our final scripture is from Proverbs 1430. A heart, excuse me, a heart at peace gives life to the body, but envy rots the bones. We don't want any rotten bones out there, ladies. We, we need women, strong women, leading their families and their businesses, our communities that contribute in a godly way that brings hope and life to others in our community as well. Wow, Wendy, this, I know we ran over a little bit. This has been tremendous for me. Thank you so much. You know, it has for me too, and it, it's, it's a reminder. You know, I know um, that God has kind of spoke to us to bring this topic up. I feel uh, that that I received again today, just even talking about it and, and just almost admitting it out loud. Oh, right. You know, bringing sunshine on it cleans it, right? We know that yeah. the sunshine is uh, God's God's sunshine on it um, is what we can repent and and begin the healing process. So, ladies, we hope that you have a fabulous week. I know you're going to go back to your work day, get back to the desk, get back to the kids, get back to uh, what you were doing. Uh, we hope that you have a blessed week. We will see you next week. We look forward to that. But as we leave you, we want you to always remember, look to the Lord. Yes. And his strength and seek his face always. 1 Corinthians 16, 11. We hope you have a blessed day. Take care. Bye, everybody. Love you.